How we doing? And welcome back to the Zen Sports YouTube channel. My name is Ryan B. Hebert, alongside Mark Thomas, our CEO here at Zen Sports. We are coming at you live today with a Zen Sportsia special podcast having to do with NFTs, utility, and how that all relates as a product, especially with the Zen Sportsia NFT drop, which is just days away from pre-mint or pre-sale, should I say, and then a public sale on March 30th. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mark, how are you doing today? Oh, uh, I am. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm definitely a little uh, tired from all the work that we've been doing uh, going into uh, this upcoming NFT drop, but I am running on adrenaline and four cups of coffee, so I'm all good. Well, I'm happy to hear that. And, you know, it's funny... Putting together this podcast today uh, for everyone who's listening and for everyone who's watching in the video, you know, uh, last week I saw you had some interactions with some folks on Twitter uh, with some NFT naysayers, should I say. And these are folks that I come across pretty much on the daily, especially on my personal Twitter account. Um, you know, different communities have different ideas on what the issue is with NFTs, whether they like them or whether they don't. And so just diving right into what we're doing here today, you know, the first thing that I hear about NFTs is that a lot of people say they're not created by a real company. Usually it's just a small team that isn't even incorporated and they don't even have a tax ID. It's just a group of people that come together and say, hey, we're just going to start this under like an umbrella name, um, really unofficial. Like, and I mean, Zen Sports isn't doing that. You know, uh, we are. We are a real company. We've got a tax ID. We've got real employees. Like this, this is something so different. And you know, there's usually no intent to provide a real product as well, which is why we're here today to talk about this. Uh, usually, people just make an NFT. Celebrities just drop an NFT because they're like, "Yeah, I can just abuse my my fans and uh, just make a, another you know stream of cash flow and revenue off of them." Let's talk about. How Zen Sports and Zen Sports are a little bit different than that because I, I don't think they're fitting under that like weird umbrella of like a fake company, right? Yeah, exactly. And actually, I have to say, one of the terms that really annoys the heck out of me within both crypto and NFT is the word project. Um, you know, uh, such and such project is creating it. Well, does that mean it's a company? I mean, I don't hear that term in other software products that are being sold out there. They don't say, uh, the Salesforce project created uh, the CRM. It's a company, right? And so it's actually really, I think, uh, I think doing ourselves a disservice when we don't call things what other, you know, syntaxes and terminologies are used throughout other more well-known and respected types of products. Again, like software or SaaS um, or other, you know, consumer and B two B products. Uh, but for some reason, crypto and NFTs want to latch onto that word project. And, and that itself kind of bothers me because, you know, when people go, oh, Zen Sports or Zen Sports, it's a cool project. No, we're a company. Like we actually are, you know, like you said, a, a registered company. We're incorporated in the state of Delaware. Uh, we have a tax ID, uh, not to mention a Nevada gaming license for our sports betting product. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we file tax returns every year. <laughs> um, uh, you know, we have entity filings. Um, you know, we have uh, HR and uh, documents associated for all employees and contracts. And so, you know, I, I think that's something that it would be nice to see um, the NFT and cryptocurrency industry change is that term. Now, if, if, if uh, a producer or creator of a, a product is truly not an incorporated product, uh, excuse me, not an incorporated company 
or uh, not an incorporated or tax, you know, doesn't have a tax ID, none of that stuff. They truly are just kind of a fly by night group of people. You know, I guess you could still use that term project, but then that really should be a first signal to you that something is maybe not as legitimate as it should be. Because how hard is it nowadays, even if you don't want to go down the route of hiring an expensive attorney to file incorporation paperwork and co-founder documents and entity filings, at least freaking go on LegalZoom and take care of that, right? But the reason that companies don't is not because they care about saving the couple hundred dollars that it costs to do that. It's because they actually don't want to have the paper trail to that. They don't want to have you know, um, all of the burdens that come with, not burdens, but all of the requirements that come with, you know, being a legitimate company. And so I, I think, you know, that is really the first thing I would say about everything in the NFT space. And I only got into crypto in 2000, late 2017, and kind of coming onto the scene, I said the same thing back then. And now I say the same thing now with NFT uh, products out there is why aren't they products be, being created by real companies. And if it's a if it's an LLC, that's fine. It doesn't have to be a C Corp, but it should be an LLC or it should be an S Corp or it should be a C Corp. Um, and if it really has to be a sole proprietorship, okay, well then, you know, at least file, you know, some of the other, you know, things like tax returns and other stuff re related to this that need to be done. It's just like, I, I just feel the lack of, you know, legitimate organization around, uh, you know, and let's talk about NFTs here because that's what we're talking about, around NFTs, right there is a red flag and needs to be changed. And, you know, obviously with Zen Sports um, and our Zen Sports team Metaverse, we're setting out to change that, you know, with uh, with our track record and uh, legitimacy that we bring to the table. So when we tr talk about the term utility in the NFT space, I don't think a lot of people know what that means. In fact, this past weekend, I was just at a birthday party for uh, my mom. And, you know, a lot of her friends were there asking me what I do at Zen Sports and at Zen Sportsia. And, you know, as I was explaining NFTs to them, a lot of them have heard of NFTs and they go, oh, aren't, aren't those just, you know, like a, a ripoff picture that you buy on, on some site or marketplace online and you don't really own the physical artwork, so what's the point? Why would someone drop so much money on this? And, you know, on the one hand, uh, yeah, there there are projects where you are just simply buying the artwork for the artwork because you've just got a taste for that sort of thing or that's just what the project is. You know, Board Ape, Board Ape Yacht Club does have a lot of utility to it, but at the end of the day, when it was first released, it was like i mean yeah a lot of celebrities are buying in but uh i want a board ape you know a lot of people were like these look really really cool i want a board ape or i want a crypto punk but after a while people start to educate themselves on what utility actually means and so mark i want you to break down like to you what is utility looking at and what is true utilitarian value for an nft and how does that relate to zen sports yeah, and so this is exactly what I was talking about with some of the people on Twitter last or whatever week and a half ago was I really kind of broke it down into three buckets that I think at least right now in today's day and age that NFTs can really have utilitarian value for. Now, maybe in the future, they'll have additional ones, but today, what's the, what's the lowest hanging fruit and the quickest path to utility value for NFTs? So the first one, I'm going to actually concede that there is some utilitarian value in artwork. I don't think that's the majority of what NFTs are. I think that's maybe around 15 to 20 percent, uh, maybe even 10 percent of the utilitarian value that comes with NFTs. But I think there's something there. Um, and and the, the notion that you can say, well, I can, you know, uh, copy someone else's artwork or, you know, right click and save somebody else's, you know, JPEG or whatever it might be. Well, you can do that, too, with physical 
prints, right? I mean, how many copies of the Mona Lisa are out there? Uh, but there's still only one original. But that doesn't stop people from getting a copy and hanging it in their house. So I think that notion of copying is, is really kind of irrelevant um, because you can do that with physical artwork too. But again, do not walk away from this podcast thinking, yes, artwork is what it is all about. Um, it is maybe a small percentage, 10, 15%, maybe 20 at the most. The two big buckets that I really think bring utilitarian value uh, to NFTs are membership um, or membership clubs and then loyalty and rewards. Okay. So let me kind of break those down into two different buckets. So, uh, or separate those out. So on the membership side of things, um, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later about why NFTs for membership and loyalty and rewards are a better way than the current way things are done. But in terms of membership, you can use NFTs to signify uh, your membership within a specific club. Um, and I think, again, as we're going to talk about a little bit better, that this is a better way for doing memberships than other ways like uh, email address or points or, or credit card or whatever else it might be. And so um, membership is definitely, I think, one of the two big buckets. Uh, so let's call it 40%, right? Sure. Let's, let's, let's concede artwork is 20%, membership is 40%, and then the other 40% is loyalty and rewards. Um, and so this can include, of course, uh, rewards, perks, tiered statuses, et cetera, for loyalty. Um, so those are what I would consider to be the three big utilitarian buckets uh, with artwork being the smallest um, and membership slash and membership and loyalty uh, and rewards really being the other two big buckets, which we're obviously going to dive into a little bit more here. Yeah. And I, you know, it's, it's well said uh, this is, and this is the sort of stuff that I tried to explain to my mom and to some of her friends this past weekend when bringing up, okay, there's a lot more to it than just the artwork. It's usually the membership, the loyalty and rewards. What benefits do, am I going to get out of being a part of this? Uh, well, as you said, you hate the word project. A lot of people use it. It's just kind of like a buzzword in the scene. But I, I, I'm going to use the word product here. What am, what benefit am I going to get out of this product? Because we are a company, we are making this sort of thing, and we're not just putting it out there for just revenue. Uh, we're, we're doing it for more than that. Uh, we want to build a community out beyond just what we're doing on our on our sports betting app. Uh, we want to build out esports. We want to build out into the NFT and crypto space because we have we have our own sport, uh, sports token as well. Um, it's so you know we are so already invested in this that really the last thing is we just want to get more people more invested into what we're doing and so let's let's uh kind of deep dive into zen sports and zen sportsia viewing its nfts uh explain to me like the why this is you know why we're going to call it a product versus uh a project now i know that's because we're a company and we're making this thing for people to potentially buy but is there something beyond that, like the technology behind it? Like what, what is it is exactly that's, you know. Right. So I think up to this point, everyone's looked at NFTs as either a collectible, like artwork, or even to go so far as saying it's a security because people think of it as an investment, which that one I definitely disagree with. Um, but the collectible piece, I can understand that argument, right? Like traditional artwork, you want to collect it, you want to hold it. Um, you're a fan of, you know, of, of. Um, you know, old cars, or you're a fan of, uh, you know, Pablo Picasso, or whatever it might be, and you want to collect items from that group. Um, and you want to hold it for its value and to appreciate and enjoy it while you have it, etc. 
that's great. But I think it's time that people start to look at NFTs as a product because that's actually how we look at it here at Zen Sports. Uh, and obviously, specifically, it's a, it's a technology product um, that's that's built on the blockchain. So what does that specifically mean? So let's say you're going out and you're uh, you know a marketing manager working at uh, I don't know Uber and uh, you need to implement a new CRM. Okay, you don't go out there and buy a CRM because of the collectible long-term uh, value that you're going to hold from that CRM software. You're buying it because it's going to provide value to you today and hopefully you know into the future for doing your job. And when you buy a CRM from Salesforce, they're not telling you that come buy our CRM collectible. They're saying come buy our CRM product, right? Our software product. And software products, of course, can take many different shapes and sizes. They can take the form of consumer products, again, like Uber. They can take the form of B2B or enterprise products like CRM or um, you know, um, uh, financial software, whatever else it might be. And you're paying money to receive a uh, good or service um, for a period of time. Sometimes that can be monthly, sometimes it can be quarterly or annually, depending on how you pay for it, but you're paying for something, getting something in return. And I think up to this point, NFTs have just not been looked at like that. They've been looked at as a collectible or, you know, heaven forbid, a, uh, uh, you know, security. And so what we're trying to do is say, this is a product that we are selling, that product that we are offering. And here's what you get for that product. You are getting um, access to a specific community. You are getting membership only perks and benefits, um, which we talk about on our website, which we can talk about here as well too. Um, you are getting to be a part of uh, certain loyalty programs and rewards that we offer. And you're getting access to that basically every single day that you hold that NFT, okay? And I think this is, I, I can't believe I'm even saying this, but I think this is kind of revolutionary, um, you know, when it comes to uh, NFTs or other decentralized products, because again, they've always been looked at in a different way. We really are trying to drive true utilitarian value like you get from other software products with our NFTs. Um, and that's, of course, the, the thing that, you know, is, is most exciting to us is that, you know, we have the opportunity to drive real world value um, to what I will call our customers, um, not investors, but customers uh, that are buying our product. Um, and obviously, it's up to us to deliver on that. But I think this is a very radical, different approach than other NFT projects uh, that um, just are kind of selling something, you know, and, and people buying it, hoping to turn around and flip them in two weeks or whatever it might be. Yeah, you're buying these NFTs with Zen Sports and uh, you know for Zen Sports here because you believe you're going to get value from them, and so that's how we are looking at um, are selling our NFTs, which I think is really exciting. What would you say to somebody looking at what we're doing? Because at, at its base, in order for us to enter into the NFT scene, I'd argue that you do need to some somewhat embrace that collectible aspect of it because we do have a set number of NFTs. We are using a scale of rarity for people when they're getting them, but they all share the same benefits from my understanding so far of what's going on. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um so, you know, yes, there's going to be a collectible aspect to what we're doing, but that's not the main point. It's just that everyone's on that. While while different people may have different levels of rarity, they are going to be on the same plane in terms of benefits and utility with Zen Sports and with Zen Sports. Is that? So, I mean, we may, we may certainly offer uh, unique benefits to those that have more rare ones. Um, and I think what could be very interesting here, uh, we haven't flushed out all the details of the loyalty program, for example, but... <clears throat> um, 
we will probably have different tiered statuses based on the number of NFTs that you hold. Mm -hmm. um, so obviously the more loyal you are to Zen Sports and Zen Sportsia, the higher your tier status. And that's no different than any other like airline uh, or other type of membership club. You know, the more that you buy into it, the higher your status and the more rewards you get out of it. Um, you could also couple the rarity aspect with that as well too. And keep in mind too, I didn't say artwork is no part of the benefit. Yeah, <laughs> and of I course. And I didn't, and I definitely didn't want to hint that collectible collectability should be no part of it, but that really should be more the cherry on top. And it should still be tied back into like loyalties and rewards. So instead of saying, okay, buy five NFTs because um, you'll be able to sell this for three times the value in a month, buy three, buy five NFTs because you get, you know, a platinum status versus a gold status type of thing, uh, or buy a rare one because then that allows you to skip ahead of the line from uh, gold to platinum status type of thing. In other words, like one rare NFT equals five regular ones, that type of thing, right? So I still think you can tie it into the, that. And, and I think, you know, and, and we can talk about this too, is that one of the really great benefits of NFTs is the gamification, right? Is, is kind of gamifying that aspect of it, um, which is fun. And it's, it's more uh, exciting and, and interesting to people than just points or whatever else you, or miles or whatever else you might give them. So I still think you can incorporate the idea of collectability and the artwork itself and the rarity piece that you talked about into the loyalty and benefits. But then in terms of like resale value or trading them later, um, you know, and, and possibly having them appreciate value, that really should be truly a, a kind of a cherry on top if it happens, but shouldn't be the end up too all for why people do it. Well said, Mark. Well said. Yeah. I, I wanted to challenge you there a little bit because, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're talking well on this idea of, of uh, our NFT series being a product rather than a project. And I think there is definitely a difference to be made there, especially since if you take a look at our roadmap, which is published on zensportsia.com, uh, you see that there are future plans for different drops. And, you know, I'm going to be really interested to see as we go along with this idea of product versus project, you know, we, we have... We have different drops scheduled for the future, and the approach we take with them after this initial one is going to be, in my mind, really interesting to see. Uh, especially since, you know, we're we're gonna get like a you know a first first good look at what it's like as, you know, for example, as for a customer to to be the holder of a product uh, at Zensports and Zensportia. And so let's talk about uh, Zensportia creating real utility around its NFT products. Uh, you've talked about beyond the. Uh, beyond the artwork the member benefits uh special access to tournaments watch parties merchandise and events discounts the special discord perks and um you know access to even an online membership portal uh let's talk about these a little bit you know we've we've kind of talked about the first few but feel free to deep dive into those i mean what is in sports going to be doing for real world utility even at its base level let's say i've got the most common nft out there uh in this in sports collection which i gotta say is still going to be a beautiful looking NFT. Yeah, I mean, if, if you guys they have not great. seen the work that Manny, our artist, has been doing on all of these NFTs, uh, we actually just put out a really cool GIF that like flashes between all of the difference in Sportsians. It's it's incredible, and so I, I dare even say the most common of since Sportsian NFTs. But uh, what what do I get? You know, as at as at a base level. Yeah. So. Um... A couple things. First of all, we've been around since 2017. So again, showing our credibility 
Uh, we've raised over 10 million in funding over the life of our company uh, from top investors out there. We have a Nevada gaming license for our sports betting product. Um, and we have great esports tournament features. We have a crypto trading exchange. Um, we have a lot of great technology features and products that have already been built live and being used by customers for quite some time. So even just on day one, when they get an NFT, they're getting access to all this stuff that we've already had for quite some time, which I think is great. But that doesn't mean we're going to stop there and just sit on our laurels and be like, okay, that's it. You know, we definitely are going to build out and continue building out interesting and new stuff for our, for our members and NFT holders. So first of all, um, one of the things that we're going to do is create a membership portal um, that will have access to special deals and discounts uh, and other membership perks uh, in there. So that's that's first and foremost. So that's going to be coming uh, definitely in, in Q2 here. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we're going to get started on that next month. And then within that, um, I think what we're going to also be doing is a lot of real life in-person stuff. So going back to our kind of sports betting days and our original launch of Zen Sports back in February 2017, that was in a, a meetup recreational sports app helping connect people to meet up to play sports in person for money and fun, like pickup games, leagues, tournaments, et cetera. So the concept of in real life events has always been uh, at the heart of Zen Sports in addition to all the other things that we're doing. And so I can definitely see things like World Cup watch parties, uh, March Madness parties, um, and then of course online events like the esports tournaments that we do every single weekend, access to special events, both offline and uh, uh, you know online, um, uh, special prizes and giveaways and all that kind of stuff. So we, we really, I think for those that have been um, part of the Zen Sports Day community for the last seven or eight weeks since we launched it, see all the things that we've been doing every single day, that's gonna continue mm -hmm. um, and it's only gonna get better, right? Um, and then I, I talked about also for loyalty and rewards, like creating different tiered statuses, that is definitely coming. Um, I think, you know, if I just look at it, like, for example, with, with my American Airlines membership, um, I'm at Executive Platinum now with them. That matters a lot to me because I get a lot of great perks with them that other people don't. Do I have to put money in and, and be loyal to them? Yes. Um, and that's obviously the expectation. I mean, nothing is free in this world. Yep. Um, so you do have to pay into it. But by doing that, you get these extra level of perks. And I think that's what people really want, especially when it comes to sports, esports, and gaming. And everyone wants to feel like a VIP. And that's our goal um, that we want to you know, be able to have uh, for all of our NFT holders. So that's some of the things to come. And as you mentioned, you can check out the full roadmap um, that's on uh, zensportsia.com. You know, and it's interesting, uh, since we're selling a product and not just a project, right, um, I can see, you know, whatever revenue is generated for Zen Sports and for Zen Sportsia is just going to build off of what already is going on. You know, we've we've got a great-sized team already, but, you know, with an increased flow of revenue and uh, a growing company, the possibilities are endless for what is to come in the future and for what partnerships can be made. And the more people we have, you know, talking about what we're doing, the more people we have in membership, the better uh, for my yeah, mind. And that's, that's a really great point I want to bring up. And thank you for bringing this up. So going back to the SaaS software as a service uh, business model, one of the reasons that people are willing to pay a monthly or quarterly or annual uh, you know, fee for that software instead of just a one-time fee for that software is because they want to see that company and product continue to grow and get better, right? They want to see continued development. They want to see ongoing 
new features added, bugs fixed, et cetera. Well, that doesn't come free, right? We have expenses too. And so, you know, if you really look at SaaS products, a lot of, and, and you really boil it down to what's happening, the customers of those SaaS products are buying them and almost kind of investing, although of course not getting, you know, securities back, but investing in the future of that company yeah. and wanting to make sure that 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 company stays alive and is alive and well because they're driving value to that. The last thing you want to do is suck so much out of that company for free or for little money that they can't stay in business and do what you know you love them to do, which is make great products. And so, you know, I guess I would say this is our ask to our customers that are buying our NFTs is, you know, we hope you're doing it because you want to see Zen Sports grow and to continue to drive great value to you with the products that we're offering. We can only do that, you know, through the love of our customers. And that's any business that's out there and we're no different. So, um, you know, that's our goal is, is we hope that the customers look at that is that they are, um, they are, they are basically um, ensuring the success of Zen Sports going forward so that we can continue to deliver like what we've been doing up to this point and what we'll continue to do moving forward. Um, but that all at the end of the day still comes down to creating value. You don't get that reciprocation, um, you know, between you and the customers and customers to you unless you're driving real value to them and giving them something that they want. Mm -hmm. So speaking of the customers and uh, kind of like membership and loyalty, right? Why NFTs for membership and loyalty versus points and really other loyalty programs. Why is it that I need to go buy an NFT instead of just getting a special Zen Sports credit card? I mean, I feel like I could right. just, that model already exists and NFTs are kind of like a newer, cooler thing. Like I got some cool artwork, but guess what? I can get a nice little picture on my credit card as well. That's what I can do these days. So what's what's the big difference? Well, <laughs> I agree with you. <clears throat> is, you know, there's a lot of loyalty uh, and rewards programs out there. There's a lot of membership programs and they all do just fine. I would say, I don't think they're like terrible. I don't think they're horrible. I don't think the experiences are so awful that you're like, gosh, give me something different. But um, I think with new technology can come new and better ways of doing things. And so I kind of lump, uh, or I, I would say that there are four real kind of key benefits to NFTs for membership and, and loyalty and rewards that you don't get from traditional points or miles or, comps, like if you're talking about casinos and stuff like that. And so the four different areas are um, really the blockchain technology is one. So having provable, immutable, and transparent status on the blockchain, I think is critical, right? So for example, um, you know, if if we're having an in-person live event, or, or even if it's a it's an online event that only owners of our NFT can have access to, you can get a provable membership that can't be altered um, and that's immutable. And that's also transparent where anybody else can see it right there on the blockchain, right? Um, whereas, I don't know, again, just going back to the American Airlines status, like nobody knows what status I am. And I guess that might be fine, um, but it's also, you know, part of when you're having a status um, or you're part of a membership club, you want people to know about it, right? And so one of the things that blockchain allows you to do is to have that transparency um, and that provability for anybody to see. I think the second thing is, you kind of touched on this a little bit, it's just more fun and gamified having an NFT versus just having a number of points in an upper right corner of your account. Um, <laughs> you know, having an actual piece of artwork that's attached to your membership or multiple pieces of artwork um, is more fun and gamified. Um, and it just, it's more personable too. You know, I think as people start to really adopt avatars for their, you know, online personas um, and as maybe AR and VR become more of a thing 
and um, avatars become more part of that world as well too, then I think that's only just become more so. And that's just more fun and more personable. I think the third group is, it's just more easily transferable and tradable. So um, I don't know, for example, let's say you want to gift somebody a certain airline membership, or you want to gift them a, a, a certain um, nightclub membership or whatever it might be. It's a real pain to do that. I and mean, you got to call the company or you got to, you know, submit some form online or whatever it might be. There's no liquidity or open marketplace to be able to sell or transfer memberships uh, or loyalty programs easily. Well, NFTs are very liquid um, and very transferable via different marketplaces like OpenSea, et cetera. And so I think having that liquidity and that ability to transfer or trade that ownership, I think is really key. And then the fourth group is, and this is more for the creators of the NFTs, uh, it's really great for brand building. Um, so, you know, instead of having, again, some, sign of, some kind of secret loyalty points or program that, you know, it's difficult to find, to know about, yeah, uh, and it's not really, you know, very, uh, people don't necessarily have a lot of affinity towards it and so on and so forth. NFTs can create really deep brand building, right? Because they see, they can see your NFT every single time. Like there's a visual there for them versus just a number on a screen. Mm -hmm. And so I think for brand building, that's a lot better than just, again, uh, a point system or a comp system or a bio system. Um, and so it's, it's just more relatable uh, for brands and it's more easy, uh, better brand association as well, too. It's a lot easier to just do all of this uh, from person to person rather than having to complicate it with a company in the middle, customer service in the middle. I mean, I know looking at the roadmap, once right. again, on ZenSportsYet.com, the uh, NFT marketplace is a plan for uh, the new ZenSports Play app uh, where you're going to be combining esports and uh, NFTs in one spot, although people are going to be minting off of OpenSea first. Is, is that correct? for this upcoming project? Uh, we haven't figured out the details of that yet, but so, I mean, here's the thing. We already have a peer-to-peer -peer sports betting marketplace. Yep. We already have a crypto trading marketplace. I mean, it's a hop, skip, and a jump to add an NFT marketplace, right? Um, so we do have to work through some of the details there. Uh, so I don't have answers for that, but you know, we are coming up with that in Q2. Yeah. Uh, and obviously it just makes sense given what we already have in the product. This is a natural extension of that. So uh, it's coming. I don't have all the details yet, but it's coming in Q2. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, the other big thing for me is uh, transparency. Not only is is it so transparent to see if someone is simply a part of the collection, you go to you go to their wallet, you see if they have uh, an NFT. If they don't, then OK, they're not a part of it. If they do, it's like, OK, then, yes, they have bought one. It's on the blockchain. It's written down. It's basically etched in stone. And it takes it's it's not easy to just break a piece of stone, right? I mean, the blockchain, to my mind, it's no one's no one's touching that. No one's going in to change that. It's not a spreadsheet with special permissions that someone hacks into, and then all of a sudden, uh, the next day, stuff is changed up, and you don't know who did it, right? Um, it's all kept track of. And Zen Sports is a very transparent company. We've talked about this before. We've talked about that this is probably one of the most doxed products and companies on the internet uh, for NFTs and crypto specifically uh, because the entire company has been put through the uh, through the ringer is what I'm going to say. Uh, yourself and I believe John, the COO, have uh, been through the Nevada gaming license. Aton, sorry. Aton, yes. Uh, you and Aton have been through I've also been through the ringer and having basically every piece of financial history you've right. ever had uh, being yeah. questioned and scrutinized in front of a board of people. Um, yeah. 
and not a lot of not a lot of projects or uh, other companies can say that sort of stuff because a lot of them try to try to hide that. I mean, look at how many times different big companies in corporate America have had to go before Congress because they're hiding something or there's some tor- some sort of scandal. And it's like Zensports is like, look, my hands are clean. Okay, I got nothing. We got nothing except the product that we're selling and that we want some customers to share it with. And that, to me, right. is what is proving to be, ha, proving Zensportia to be a real product and uh, behind a real company. And uh, I mean, there's just a bunch of real world utility that's just going to come along right beside that. You've explained it all. Yeah, I mean, I don't think people out there realize how freaking hard it is to get a gaming license. Um, you know, two of the largest companies in the sports betting industry don't even have a Nevada gaming license, even though they're licensed in many other states. Um, so the fact that a you know, smaller uh, company like us does um, just speaks uh, to the fact that you know we are serious about what we're doing. Uh, we're not some fly-by-night company. And as you alluded to, both my co-founder and myself had to go through years and years and years of scrutiny of our financial documents, tax returns, bank statements, credit card statements, real estate holdings, other investment holdings, um, et cetera. And that doesn't even get into like, you know, criminal background checks, obviously all that yep. stuff uh, was of course thoroughly done. So uh, yeah, I mean, this is as vetted of a company as you could possibly have on the planet. So if you're going to, you know, put your consumer dollars to work in buying new things, you obviously want to trust the brand that you're working with. And that's something we take very seriously. In fact, our, you know, as you know, uh, working here, our number one value is that integrity and morality will be exhibited at all times. It's our number one value in this company. We don't do anything unless it has integrity uh, and morality attached to it. Um, I mean, we're, you know, for-profit corporation, so we're here to make money. But um, we won't do it if it's not done ethically, is the bottom line. And so everything that we do is from that lens, and we start from that position. That's got to be ethical and moral, um, or we don't do it. It's all there's to it. And so um, I think that is, for me, the thing that I'm probably even most proud of um, is the fact that we, we go about doing things the right way. Doesn't mean we always succeed in everything we do, and we try, of course. Uh, but at least we know we're doing it the right way when we're doing it. And, mm-hmm. and so people, other people that are outside the company should be able to feel good about that as well. Yeah, and I mean, I think one one way to kind of look at that uh, in terms of what we've been doing even before the pre-sale uh, for the NFTs uh, is that we've been rewarding our whitelist left and right with contest after giveaway after just different event for people to be a part of to see that you know we're not there to take money and to then just drop the bag we don't want to spike everything and then just have it go away uh it's it's that's not our intent our intent isn't to rug pull people that's not what we do uh, we're creating a product for people to be a part of. We have invested money, and we hope that customers will not just invest their money, but truly just buy our product, be a part of what we're what we're doing, what we're creating, and look towards the future of holding what we have as some type of benefit and membership for them. I think, as you've said many times over, because you know, with any with any product, there's always the next product, right? Always the next yeah. best thing. That's just human nature to want something more than what you have. And so right now, hopefully everyone wants to get in on this right now, get this product. And then the question is going to be, okay, what's next? What is the next best thing for, for me to be grabbing and me to be looking towards 4 Sports and 4 Sports? And that's what the roadmap is for. 
And that, and we've laid it out. We've laid out the entire year, and uh, we are coming up on our quarter one promises. We could check off all those boxes. We've done tournaments. We've hired. You've hired me. You've hired an artist. You've hired a blockchain engineer. Every 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 mark on that quarter one list can be checked off, and that for a lot of companies or a lot of projects and organizations, they can't say that. The amount of memes, right. Mark, that I've seen on Twitter about. Like in January, like people, you know, all these quarter one projects that launch, right? They're like the the quarter one promises, uh, and then like uh, the the meme or picture beside like the super strong, you know, cartoonified whatever is like some like short wimpy little guy with like uh, <laughs> what they actually what actually happens, right? It's like or the roadmap for Q one, and they cross it out and put in Q four. <laughs> <laughs> that right. too, it, it's it's the same thing, right? It's. It's uh, not delivering on on the promises, and as a company delivering a product, that's a huge difference. There are investors, there are people, and greater things involved than just having a project with people running it. There are people who have legitimately put their belief and time and money behind this company, and they are expecting some type of product. And so that's the other thing too. Zen Sports is on a little bit of a timer. That's why we've got those roadmap dates set out. We're not here to say, look. We're just going to indefinitely wait until our project sells out. We're like, no, uh, we've we've got a product, okay? We've got a product to sell out, uh, but we're not gonna we're not gonna just indefinitely hold it and make sure that we have enough people to buy because uh, we we have faith behind what we're doing. We've got the benefits, we've got the membership, and we have the artwork. We've got it all. And if I've learned anything, it's that yeah, exactly. uh, folks should definitely be taking a look at what we're doing and say, okay, I think this is something that, hey, even if I buy just one, you know, I think they're they're gonna t- they're gonna profit. I mean, we've we've given out, man, we've given out 0.1 ETH a, a few times now. We've given out 0.5 ETH a few times now, and those were to just people on yeah. the uh, on the whitelist. Now imagine what it's going to be like when people invest in us, people buy our product, and then all of a sudden we start having giveaways and contests and more for the next drop of Zen Sportsia. Okay, with with the all female drop, and then all of a sudden we have more contests, we have more giveaways, we add on more benefits to what we're doing, we have more people running tournaments. The the ideas and the possibilities are endless, but it all starts with customers believing in the product, believing in the company, and with what we're doing here. And that's why we're here today, talking with all of you listening in. Uh, you know, let's let's wrap this up here. So, since sports is proving. It, it, it it's proved that it has real world utility built to it we're saying it does and we've tried to show this through the different contests and giveaways that we've done already but obviously up until the mint uh you know there's only so much we can do because our hands are tied because we're waiting for people to buy and at that point that's when stuff's gonna get real and that's when we, we're gonna hit the ground running i know uh that there's an in-person event uh actually this week do you, do you want to talk about that mark uh you guys are hosting like the first in-person event for this yeah yeah so we're hosting first in-person event here in miami for whitelist members uh, it's a uh, free, uh, happy hour, free cocktail, free food, uh, here in the heart of Brickle, uh, right in the same WeWork that we work out of, uh, well, it's not in the WeWork, but it's in the same, uh, Brickle city center, uh, mm-hmm. where our WeWork is, uh, it's a 
stone uh, stone sports bar uh so it's a sporting event since we're a sports company uh and uh it should be a good time uh believe so we have 50 50 spots available i believe all 50 have been taken out um by whitelist members uh, that are local here in the area so super excited to have that that'll be the first event um and we're excited to really ramp up the in-person events as well too for for even bigger things like we mentioned before like you know the nba finals or uh, the world cup and so forth so uh yeah it's super exciting we're ready to kick this off um, get this NFT drop going and start driving value to our uh, NFT holders starting next week. Yeah, it's going to be big. Pre-sale for 0.1 ETH is on March 28th. Uh, so be sure to get up on the whitelist right now. We've got it in our Twitter bio. You can also go over to zensportsia.com and sign up for whitelist on there as well. Super easy. Fill out the type form, and then you'll get a confirmation email from our wonderful uh, Mr. Mr. John. Uh, he uh, <laughs> he does all the whitelist stuff for us. He's doing an amazing job making sure that people know that they've been confirmed on a day-to-day -day basis. So do not wait. You will hear back soon. Less than a day, really, is what it is. And then for public sale, that's going to be a couple days later on March 30th, and that is going to be 0.15 ETH. So you definitely want to save that 33% right now. Get on the whitelist so that you give yourself the opportunity to at least get one of these, right? That's that's what it's all about. I mean, I've heard enough of the benefits. I know I work at this company, but if I didn't work at this company and I heard about what was going on, I'd be like, okay, this is pretty cool. I want to see what's going to be happening next, and I'm going to follow along and invest and see the success of this company. To me, that's what I'm looking at. And so, Mark, yeah. any any final words are of wisdom on Zensportia, utility, anything like that? No, I mean, I just, I think we covered a lot of it. Um, it's super exciting what we're doing compared to um, everything else that's out there. Um, I couldn't be more excited to get this in the hands of customers. Um, and uh, it's going to be a rock in 2022 um, after that. So um, super excited. We're doing another pod on Thursday. Um, got some exciting news on that one as well, too, which we'll we'll talk about then. We'll spoil the surprise right now. But, uh, yeah, just excited for the NFT drop coming uh, next week. Lots to come, more to learn. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening in over our Spotify and other, uh, you know, listening uh, platforms. And also for those of you on YouTube and live on stream as well, thank you so much for watching this video. If you did like this content, be sure to subscribe. Follow us on uh, all of our social media, Zen Sports, Zen Sports. Yeah, we're on really every major platform you can think of and just Keep in tune with what we're saying and with what we're doing because whether it be sports content, esports content, crypto, NFT, we've always got stuff going on. Thank you so much for watching this video and podcast today. Until next time, I'll see you then.